On this uh, special episode of The Pour Over, we're in the studio here with Max Cow and obviously Dylan Louis. We are today doing a Pour Over throwdown. Uh, Dill will be bringing us his uh, version of a Pour Over with the Hario, and Joe will be bringing us with his uh, Kalita Wave. Uh, Max is going to be here talking shop with us and just chilling and drinking coffee. So, uh, you know, hope you guys have a good time and tune in and let's see how it goes. Yeah, hey friends, welcome to the Pour Over Podcast, hosted by myself, Dill, and Joe. Like Joe said, this week we're in the Max studio with our friend and guest, Max Cow. Hello. Hey. Um, yeah, so we can get to it, I guess. Yeah. I yeah, so, you know, as you guys know, we do uh, talk a lot about coffee and uh, Westworld and just, uh, you know, TV shows, stuff like that. So we thought it'd be a pretty cool idea to actually try each other's coffee, and we have a third party here. Max Cow has uh, very kindly let us borrow his apartment slash Max Studio, and also uh, will be our third taster. So hello, Max. Hi guys, how you Welcome. doing? Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, crowd of applause. Yeah, <laughs> we got a, a Plano native here. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, I think it's good to break out my studio here and there. I don't do too much with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I'm a good layman when it comes to coffee because I'm not out here buying beans that are like one month uh, old and, mm-hmm. and ruining. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You're saying you like cold brew though, so you know you spend you do like coffee and you spend some money on it. I do. Well, I predominantly do cold brew because uh, the tannins are lower, the acids are lower. Ooh, ooh, tannins. tannins. Okay. okay. Well, digestion's bad, but I do enjoy like you know hot brews, uh, normal brews from places. I did pour over for a season. Hmm. Because my friend brought over like coffee from Japan one time, Ooh. and I just had to pour it over every time. <laughs> I had to. So, but I usually stick to cold brew. Nice, nice. And I guess we should say that uh, Joe and I are in the same place. Versus, yes, this uh, is. Yeah, our our normal recording is over the internet. So now uh, this weekend when we're recording, we're actually in the same place, and it's, that makes it a little bit special too. So mm. we can brew coffee and try it together. Mm-hmm. So Max, you like. Um, cold brews do you you know go out to coffee shops and do you you know do you have an order you know what's your poison um i actually don't go to coffee shops too often but when i do i used to go actually a lot when i uh when i lived in other areas but now since my life is a little more cyclical i stick with my cold brew uh but uh i used to go to starbucks or random Mm -hmm. cafes and just get their their blacks Mm -hmm. uh either dark i usually stick to dark roast too Mm -hmm. yeah but Starbucks is just a huge blast of something. Um, oh yeah, they got strong coffee. If you go to Mozart's, I I usually like started going out and getting decafs at night, and um, decafs are pretty horrible. It's just like <laughs> it's like soil like, water kind of. Oh wait, you don't like the flavor of them? No, no. I, I feel like a lot of people after after a certain time period, uh, a lot of cafes will do americano like. Americano decafs, something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is. They say like, oh, they, we don't brew any decafs. We're just gonna do like this quick, like hmm. this quick cookie uh, drink for you. And I'm oh. like, okay, because I didn't want to get too hyped up at night. Right. We know decaf still has some caffeine in it. Yeah, yeah, right. It's yeah. like a little it's like bit a more tiny amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how they make decaf, but yeah, I heard that they can actually get all the caffeine out. So mm. I, I don't know if I've ever had decaf. Um, maybe wait, once. Wait, whoa, whoa, period? I mean, maybe one time. Like, I, I don't know. I I think in my mind, 
um, drinking coffee that doesn't have caffeine is just like doesn't really go together. Mm. It just makes me feel a little off. So I've just never really okay. do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is that something that that y'all drink pretty regularly, or that people would? I don't know. I buy even instant decaf sometimes. Oh, instant decaf. When I lived alone, yeah, in Plano. Oh, I live mm. alone now, but when I had my <laughs> other apartment in Plano, um, and yeah, it, you feel like you're drinking a lot more water. You mm. feel like there's more substance going in, but mm. not content, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, I, I, like my take on decaf is it gives you like that, that like you know, ambiance of drinking coffee mm-hmm. and kind of that flavor, but without the, like the caffeine crash yeah. or like, you know, any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it does taste different. I mean, it doesn't, soil water is a good way to describe <laughs> it. Is that on the coffee compass? Yeah. Soil, <laughs> soil water. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to take a look at our little schedule here that we have. So uh, for our pour over throwdown, we are gonna use mostly Dylan's gear. He's brought that brought his gear to the Mac Studio, and um, Dylan, can you kind of describe what you brought and the stuff we'll be working on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for listeners that have listened to other episodes, it's just the stuff that I use on the daily. Um, but what I'll be using, well, I brought an electric burr grinder, um, so we can grind the beans fresh in studio, in house, you know. Um, also, I'll be brewing on my Hario V60, mm-hmm. so brought that as glass, if people care. Mm-hmm. Um, brought my gooseneck kettle, I got a scale, got a spoon. Um, we got yeah. a crop. Oh yeah, that's right, I got to brew into something. Right. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. And um, we are going to be brewing the Bella Vista okay. that uh, Joe has provided. So we've talked about that a couple times, or he has on mm-hmm. different different episodes and we have it today and that's what we'll both be brewing awesome um yeah great max you ready to get started yes all right dill the kitchen is yours hey let's go let's do it okay yeah we got dylan back with the coffee that's right served it up should we do anything beforehand Mm. i don't know you just smell it yeah you can sniff it you can Drink it. And y'all got to get some uh, cupping spoons and cupping. Yeah, we, I, I'm not, I've never done cupping, but I know it's like a big coffee thing, and I, I just have never done it before. It's not too expensive for a set, if you like. Like the actual spoons to buy? I mean, you can just get a nice little soup spoon, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah you have one, it. right? You use one? Uh, or is it more uh, for the mixing? Oh, the spoon for the brewing. Yeah. Yeah, I use that to stir, but that, that spoon's a little too small for cupping. Okay. Yeah, I guess we can uh, take your sips. Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, right there. It's so good. <laughs> we uh, we we're honest here. It's okay. I'm just laughing because this is like kind of you know ASMR and really kind of um living my dream right now. <laughs> it's full body. I think it's it's got it's got a good body to it. Mm-hmm. And it's very I don't know, the first word that comes to my mind is round. Mm. Like it just comes in your mouth and it's like round. Interesting. Do y'all pick up any flavors? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is where the truth comes yeah, out. Yeah, this is like uh, the mm. takeaway's gonna be like all coffee is subjective. Well while it's being like ground and like brewed, I have you know, the apartment filled with the scent. And then when I came to sniff it, 
I feel like I didn't get this full scent that mm. I thought I was gonna get. Mm. But it's very nice to like drink it. I feel like really good while I'm drinking it. <laughs> mm. Oh, makes sense. An existential like experience or something. Yeah, um, I think it's pretty smooth. I guess I would say mm-hmm. uh, it goes down pretty pretty good. Um, I honestly, you know, uh, I speak honestly about my own brew. Um, yeah, I, I feel like there's not a ton of flavor notes coming through. Um, I mean, partially could be my inexperience, but at the same time, yeah, I feel like it's more mild. I think mm-hmm. um, the way it's come out. Is that uh, for most of your brews, or um, could that be a product of the third wave uh, water? Oh, I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how to exactly quantify it, but I think it tastes a little bit different mm-hmm. from when I normally brew. It's yeah. um, not necessarily worse, mm. but um, yeah, maybe that mild um, taste, that kind of flavor yeah. uh, profile. Uh, could be partially also due to the third wave, mm-hmm. uh, which we're using. But I, yeah. actually, the more I'm tasting it, the more I'm getting the chocolate. Mm. Like you know, when you take a bite of like dark chocolate and you finish your bite, and then there's like that aftertaste of like kind of bitterness on the on the surface of your mm-hmm. tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think as it cools, uh, there are some flavors that develop a little bit, and I agree that there is um, a slight aftertaste. Um, yeah. Like the mouthfeel afterwards is, uh, I feel like it's like where the taste is while mm. you're drinking it. I'm not really sensing much, but um, it's like as you said, it's really smooth. Like there's mm-hmm. like no bite. I'm expecting something this like mm-hmm. harsh kind of like wave of something to hit my mouth, but mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for someone who drinks cold brew, um, what do you think about this coffee? No cold brew can. Uh, so I like to heat my water and then put the cold brew mm-hmm. concentrate in it. And so I'm not making like real cold brew. It's like cold brew concentrated and then I'm diluting it mm. with warm water because I like the warm experience. Um, but sometimes it can, I, I can end up probably messing it up and getting a harsh like bite. Or sometimes what happens with cold brew concentrates is uh, they mess up on their end because it's mm. hard to be consistent with theirs, I think. Oh, okay. Where it comes out a little sour. Interesting. Mm. That's what I'm finding anyway. And uh, both the products from... Should I name brands? Oh, <laughs> we name drop all the time. Uh, so Kroger, yeah. Kroger, and Trader Joe's is who I predominantly get cold brew concentrates from. Chameleon, you know, gets sold everywhere. Chameleon has probably been the best one, but their mm-hmm. concentration ratio is like half half. Whereas mm-hmm. Trader Joe's and uh, Kroger is one like one coffee to two water. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So it's like a third, a third mm-hmm. of the cup. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Chameleon tastes really, really good. It's like noticeably better, but it's more expensive with a. Uh, uh, less di- I guess less dilution going mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. so you have less product mm. interesting yeah I might have to do a product review of that sometime mm-hmm. um, but yeah I'm digging this this is very pleasant though like I feel like I drink this every day oh okay. yeah it is strangely very smooth I just uh, come on over every day brew a cup you know <laughs> start recording here every week yeah i'll just be in ohio like hey how's the stewed guys <laughs> any uh last thoughts no, i'm not not really um yeah yeah okay cool all right yeah um i guess joe you're up i think that's where more of the thoughts will come okay. in in the comparison all right here. all right um 
Yeah. So. Oh, actually, before oh, yeah. I have a, have a coffee question for you guys. I'm not sure if you've ever. Yeah, let's, oh yeah. Uh, let's feel that. If you guys have discussed this in the past podcast episodes, but when it comes to eating something and drinking coffee at the mm-hmm. same time, do you guys have any go-to things you eat or things you pair well with coffee? Mm-hmm. I find that certain things okay. I eat with coffee might make the coffee taste bad. Mm-hmm. Like it gives it more like. The, uh, the harshness of the coffee comes out a lot more when I eat it with certain things. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah. I I think about that sometimes because I'll be brewing my coffee and then I'll be at home. You know, my parents and they're like, "Oh, you know, let's eat lunch or something." Mm-hmm. And I just had brewed my coffee, mm-hmm. so we're eating this like full meal and I, like I have my coffee there. So I, that totally messes it up. Mm-hmm. I think there's way too many flavors. Right. So I think with pairing, like I, I I haven't thought about what pairs well that much. I just know what wouldn't pair well mm. is if something that has too much going on i think so maybe something simple you mm-hmm. know either like a simple dessert or something or like a fruit i don't know mm-hmm. um yeah in my opinion yeah i don't know about you i think you gotta think about what is gonna enhance the coffee versus what is gonna what how the coffee's gonna enhance what you're, what you're eating mm. so like you know if you if you have a nice pastry um i wouldn't you know, you know, honestly, though, I think it's like, keep it simple. Like, if you feel like it would taste good with your coffee, just eat it with your coffee. Mm-hmm. But I think in general, like, general ideas, just like, you know, what Dylan's saying, something simple. Like, if you have, um, you know, a French roast, and that is really astringent, kind of dark, and kind of biting, I would pair that something with a little bit, little bit more creamy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, maybe just uh, some toast with butter, or if you have, like, a croissant, like, that might good, go good with it. Um, and then, you know, dark roasts, I feel like are better for, uh, like affogados, like lattes, things like that. That's right. Espresso is always, you know, it is a dark roast, a dark, um, coffee and you know, it's a, it's a, it's a coffee that's presented in a, in a, in a more dark profile. So it works better with like creamy stuff. Mm. I, I, for light stuff, like, you know, the Bella Vista we're drinking right now, you know, it is a light roast, but it's almost because of the way that Dylan's made it. I feel like it's almost like a medium right now. It's like, you know, kind of in between. So it's versatile enough to where I think you could kind of eat this, uh, drink it with anything. Actually, the more I step away from this coffee, um, like I'm tasting, it gets darker the more you're away from this coffee. Are y'all, are y'all feeling that? Like you drink it and then, you know, the mouthfeel, the mouth taste gets like darker. I'm not sure if it's about you guys, but that's just. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that because like it's cooling, or mm-hmm. just because you're you just haven't drank it like not sip back to back? Like, after you sip it, the aftertaste like grows. You got some more in there? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah. The aftertaste grows. I feel like when you're not drinking it for this particular coffee, like while you're drinking mm-hmm. it, I feel like not much is happening, and it's feeling good. And then as you wait, you get that mouth flavor. Right. That. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel you. So what flavors are you kind of picking up on right now? Uh, well, I'm. Basically, getting the sensation of like dark darkness, like uh, like raisins, <laughs> raisins, chocolate. That's what I'm kind of tasting. I wouldn't say raisins. I don't know. Um, maybe ch- like chocolate, dark mm-hmm. chocolate kind mm-hmm. of feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. But predominantly, you guys. So you guys, when you're drinking coffee, it's like the alone drink. You just you don't add. You don't have anything with it. Yeah, most of the time for me, I would say, yeah, I brew the coffee and then I just drink that. Um, yeah, pretty much. Occasionally I might eat some fruit or something, but I try not to. Um, yeah, because I, I try to drink the coffee not 
close to the meal time, um, just so it doesn't mm, get mixed in with okay. all that. Um, so usually, yeah, just a coffee, and then if I'm doing homework or doing something else, yeah. I I usually drink coffee with, um, yeah, just as is. Um, one of my like, my guilty pleasures is to like make coffee and then drink it while I'm making breakfast, mm. and then. Uh, when I'm finished with breakfast, I'll eat breakfast while I finish that coffee. Mm. So it's kind of a nice, you know, to me, it's kind of a nice journey, you know, with the coffee, finishing it off with the with the breakfast. Because I think breakfast food, I don't know, maybe it's more kind of like nostalgia or just like, you know, two and two go together. But breakfast and coffee, obviously, go together for me. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've been exploring orders of drinks, but I'm always very conscious of food combining because my mm. digestion. Mm. So today I did coffee before my eggs and uh, it was like very pleasant i was mm. digging it a lot and mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't even finish my coffee before the eggs so it was um they say it's better for your digestion up to you guys to think about that yeah that's, that's <laughs> a good question mm. yeah we'll, we'll be more intentional about thinking about that yeah 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 we'll, we'll, we'll do some follow-up but yeah in the meantime you know joe is on deck with the bella vista um and then he can come back afterward to explain a little bit on his brew process um, he might be at a slight disadvantage because, like we said, he's using pretty much all my gear, <laughs> which I use every day and he has never used before. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right, we're back. And we're back. That's right. And media impressions, I think there is a color difference here. Yours is a little bit darker? Is that what you're no, thinking? I think it's or? a little lighter. Are you lighter? Okay. I might have under-attracted here. Yeah, that's what we were talking about a little off mic, but the the grind size might have been a little bit bigger than we both usually use. Oh, I feel there's there's less flavor now. Might might have to let it cool a bit. Um, I feel like this one's stronger. Yeah, I, th- oh, I think wow. there's more coffee in this. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think I agree it's stronger. But I don't know. I feel like that aftertaste is less. Present. Prominent, yeah, yeah, I agree. I I think I'm getting more things in the in the beginning. Mm. Well, I like to sniff them before I drink, just kind of like whiskey. And uh, I I'm not sure if it's I smell more quote unquote fruity notes in this guy. Yeah, yeah, I I think I agree. On the initial sips, I feel like you can taste some stuff. Oh, I I feel like the more chocolatey aftertaste is coming out a little bit now. Mm. It feels like, it feels uh, more hollow, maybe. Like, you can kind of, like, see mm. through it, like, mm. taste through it versus, I, I mean, I, so you, you guys agree with me, there is a difference, right? Yeah, two oh, cups. for sure, for sure. Yeah, It's less, I mean. Well, this one, I, I do end up getting, like, uh, a bite at the end. Not, not, like, really hard, but there's, it was absent in the other one. So maybe a little, little more acidity slash brightness in this cup. Hmm. That's surprising to me, actually. Yeah? Because the Hario is known for extracting that brighter cup, or is it more... Um, that's true. I feel like um, the, the Kalita is known for being more more forgiving and mm-hmm. more consistent. So I think the Hario is more, you could say, temperamental. I mean, it's easy to mess it up mm-hmm. and for that... It'll be less consistent and kind of be up down kind of thing. So yeah, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> he took a big sip. It's for the recording. 
Mm. That's a gargle. Try let it in a lot of air, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how people do That's true. Like wine. when they drink wine. Yeah. Yeah, yo, I learned uh, at a winery that you should chew your wine, and then that releases flavors to drink it. I don't mm. know if it works for coffee. I do it sometimes, and I don't know if I'm just making a fool, but I think it does, right? Because like it's the same concept of slurping. So you're aerating the coffee when you chew. It kind of forces air in and out of that water. Like that. I mean, the same in the same vein as the first cup. The the more you drink it, the more that chocolatey residue you get after each sip. This one's just more toasty. I feel that's an adjective I'd use. So you get are you getting more like nutty notes? Well, I don't know about nutty. I just toasty is the toasty is the word I would use. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me more of toast than the other one. Mm, mm, like the literal toast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think now that we both brewed and have talked a little bit, I, I was just gonna see what the actual flavor notes on the bag say oh, they're yeah. supposed to be. Yeah, what do the experts oh. say? Um, and I don't know if either of us measure up in that sense. <laughs> but um, yeah, on this one, the Bella Vista it says the flavors are supposed to be peanut butter, chocolate, and cinnamon. So I feel like chocolate's really the only one I get on either of our brews. Mm-hmm. Um, the peanut butter, I don't... I feel like that would be stronger, Close. but yeah, not quite... I wouldn't say that unless I read it. Wait, are you reading the one we're drinking now? Yeah. Mm. With peanut butter, I can I can see I can stretch that. Cinnamon though, like, what do you gotta do to get cinnamon? I don't know. You gotta like do a Chemex or something. We tried that, right? Uh, we, we I don't think we used this one oh. when we brewed Chemex the other day. Maybe try lifting your eyebrows and tasting with the back of your tongue. Oh, oh wow. Very mm-hmm. artisanal or something. Oh, gee willikers. <laughs> I taste it. <laughs> I'm not sure about the cinnamon. Yeah, I, I don't. I definitely don't get that. Yeah. I feel like if any actual coffee professional listens to our podcast, they will now be like, these fools don't know anything. I tasted cinnamon on the first sip. Yeah. You're like, I didn't even taste it. I could taste it through the audio. <laughs> I already knew. You could taste it through the breath coming out of the <laughs> earphones. Yeah, it's it's good. I, I think I would say my, my brew was more smooth in terms of body feel or mouth feel. Body, body. <laughs> body feel. Yeah, body uh, how, how, how my body feels. How your body feel feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How your body feel, Dill? <laughs> smooth. No. Um, yeah, I, I think my, my cup was more smooth in mouth feel, but this one definitely has a little bit more of the brightness, I think. Um, yeah, I think that's the major difference for me. Do we want to try another cup? Um, how, how will we do that? We got well. We have the uh, the Banco Gotiti. Oh, if oh, Max right. wants to try that one. Oh, you, you want each each of us to brew another? I'm down. It's we up could, to you guys. We yeah. could brew one together. I mean, we could just brew one together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll grind it. You do left hand, I do right hand on the thing, and we'll pour. Yeah. Oh man, 
Um, you want to try? Yeah. It's it's a it's a little it's a little more fruity. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you try right. it out. Okay. Yep. By the end of this, we'll we'll have each had much coffee. <laughs> Hardly ever get like hot brewed. And we bag Joe brewed another cup for us. You got a special taste here. This is the Ethiopian Banco Gotiti. Mm-hmm. We changed the grind size too, made it a little smaller. And this one was roasted probably about a month ago, so it's, it's older bean. Mm-hmm. It's like this one's hotter than the other cups. Yeah. I uh, gotta wait. For sure, yeah. When I'm sniffing it, because I've been smelling all of them, this one yeah. doesn't even smell like coffee. It oh. smells like a side, di- like a meat dish. <laughs> no, or, okay. Okay, it smells like a steak and eggs up in here, steak and potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just like a, a dish brought at any restaurant. Y'all think so? Like a generic uh, food smell. <laughs> I feel like it smells a little fruity to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I do smell, I smell fruit. Yeah. Although my, my olfactory senses are usually pretty weak. And we've had we've had this two cups of different coffees in here, so I wonder if the flavors kind of mix in. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or, or the, co- the caffeine is going to our heads a little, you know? We don't even know what we're drinking. We're losing it. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, it feels so much hotter. Yeah, <laughs> it's still really hot. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll let it cool down a little bit. Uh, I wonder why. I don't know. Did I, well, uh, when I came around that first time, I was like kind of showing around to you guys. I guess. Oh, I yeah, know. I don't know. But... Maybe it's just the properties. It holds more heat. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that what, this Ethiopian yeah. coffee. It's a, yeah, maybe. Could be, could be. I I feel like the acidity is pretty close, mm-hmm. but maybe different flavor. Ooh, I feel like the aftertaste uh, just hit me. It's a little fruity aftertaste in this one, so a little different. Definitely different from the other other bean. Um. Yeah, as it cools, I feel like it's, it's a little bit there. Do you not get the chocolate anymore? Is it like distinctly not chocolate? Or is it uh, still chocolatey? I, I don't know. I, I would say fruit first. Mm-hmm. So maybe, yeah, it's a little bit different. And I feel like I still have a little of that Bella Vista on my tongue. Mm. To me, um, I'm just remind. I feel like you could put this as a the sauce into a sauce of some some side dish some vegetable dish or meat dish this mm. is what i'm getting mm. from it still still the steak dinner still the food the theme yeah. yeah like i'm not getting a a coffee vibe at all from this oh mm. wow mm. That's... Is, is that a good thing or a bad thing though it's not unpleasant it's um you know visually like the experience i, I see a dark liquid i'm drinking mm. it like this is coffee yeah but mm. um but you could be you could see this and kind of taste you know what you're tasting and be like oh this is a nice au jus for a french dip mm. yeah yeah just not as strong yeah but yeah so maybe even though it has like sweet like bright sweet bright notes it's uh savory to me mm. i do i think i get a little bit of the savoriness too mm. 
Yeah, to me, it's so different, actually, from the other two. Yeah. This one, like, if you, uh, if you, ne- if you get a nice swig, it almost makes you pucker, mm. you know? Oh, you can feel it a little bit back there behind sure, your tongue? Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it, yeah. This is the splendid table on NPR. <laughs> yeah, if you if you gave this to me and said this is not coffee, this is something else, I'd be like, yeah, this isn't coffee, this is something else. Can you believe it? <laughs> wow, it's something else. It's unlike the usual characteristics of coffee I'm mm. used to. Mm. I think that's that might be a common reaction for people who haven't tried like. Uh, African coffees mm. or you know some light roasts true that's they almost true. have like a more plant-like or vegetal taste to them mm. yeah yeah I mean it's the the Ethiopians are more like tea-like kind of a little lighter I think usually our, our association with coffee is more like the darker roast or maybe like the chocolate kind of kind of deal um you know like Colombian or you know Latin America kind of coffees so but yeah coffee can taste like this too so Actually, Joe, I was asking you about um, the cacao drink earlier during our break. Is this what cacao tastes more like? The one that I tried? Yeah. Let's see. Um, I think so. But the, yeah, I do remember the cacao drink being very like, I don't want to use the word vegetal again, but very vegetal. Like you taste it and it's like, oh, am I drinking like grass? Like someone just cut up grass, put it in my cup and now I'm drinking it. Um, so this is close to that, I think, because it does taste more like. You know, it's a little bit more, it's not like, it's not nutty, it's not earthy per se, it's a little bit more on that green kind of side of things, mm-hmm. like more kind of, like, I won't say natural, but like just more kind of like young, I guess, tasting, like yeah. fresh. Less right, like a, like a, what's a less right banana compared to a <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that, it, it, it does kind of taste like a like an unripe banana yeah, like plantains you, yeah mm-hmm. or when you have a green banana and you're like oh god i shouldn't have i shouldn't have bit into this because it's not ready yet mm-hmm. you're like oh crunchy and sour yeah <laughs> crunchy yeah. and sour i'm gonna get the bag and then we'll look at the flavor profile oh yeah there. sure right, so according to onyx the the cup should have notes of honeysuckle black currant earl gray and jasmine. It's a lot to put in the description. Yeah. So it's a pretty wide range there. I, I don't really know what honeysuckle is. I was just thinking. Um, it's those flowers, those hedges at your school when you were in elementary school. And all the kids would pick it and suck on it. And your teachers would say, that's filled with pesticides, kids. <laughs> I, 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 I don't remember sucking on it, but I do remember seeing those trees. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can confirm or deny if it tastes like honeysuckle. So, look, that bag is just descriptions full with um the power of suggestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it's uh, you can imagine these things, but um, true. <laughs> but also, I think, uh, you know, when we were just talking, we're identifying flavors that we're familiar with, yeah. like uh, raisins, nuts, um, chocolate, a lot of chocolate. But how many times have you had black currants? 
Or how many times have you had honeysuckles? I mean, I think we've had Earl Grey and Jasmine tea, but probably we don't drink it or taste those flavors enough to really be like, oh yeah, like that's Earl Grey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a wide range of different categories where like the taste notes um, can all, some of them can be categorized together. And so you say, you know, honeysuckle might just go with something else where like, if you're not familiar with that, then you say, oh, it actually tastes like this instead. And mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, there's actually very similar. And that's like in the same category, yeah. the same spectrum as the honeysuckle. Mm-hmm. What's that um, graphic that you found? Oh yeah. Um, we'll put it in the show notes. I forgot what it's called, but it's basically this like really big pie chart and then it has different categories. It lists all these different um, flavor profiles or flavor notes mm-hmm. and has some like larger categories within the like tiny slices within um there's like stone fruit and then it'll go into like you know plum peach you know all these different things um yeah so i think in some ways it can be like yeah we all taste a fruit or like a stone fruit or something like that but then someone might be like oh yeah that's this specific one but really it's a general sweetness or something like that that tastes like it Yeah, I don't think I've tried a stone fruit before. Uh, Isn't well, a peach a stone fruit? Yeah, yeah. Oh! It's it's a fruit with like a pit inside. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now I feel real stupid. <laughs> I feel like my okay, only... We'll, we'll cut it out. Like my only experience really. <laughs> with blackcurrant is like the gummy blackcurrants in Chinese snacks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, what's that really famous gummy that I think Kasuji, Kasugai makes these gummies that are like, taste just like the fruits. Mm. Oh, the ones in those little separate it's like really unenvironmentally friendly yeah the bag has like the picture of the fruit like all over it yeah inside the bag is tiny bags <laughs> tiny bags <laughs> the best ones are like mango kiwi yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure you could dip a, a french sandwich in this yeah yeah, yeah. you'd be happy <laughs> i would yeah i would be unfooled i'd be like yeah that this is what you do that's a good as <laughs> you, I guess. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it's been really fun drinking coffee and hanging out with you guys and talking about, you know, different flavor notes and things mm-hmm. like that. I think we should do this more often. For sure, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And any, any takeaways from today? Um, just brewing together, brewing a couple of different methods and different beans. I don't know. I will say uh, on uh, each of these cups, the last sip, it's just like the last sip of beer, the last sip of, I think, many drinks. The last sip is very different from the whole entire drink. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys get that. But like with beer, the last sip is usually horrible or like you uh-huh. taste what the beer actually tastes like, perhaps. Mm. Um, but for these, like the last sip was always like super different. Um, I would even say like maybe it's because I'm, I'm visually seeing like a dark liquid. Uh, it's almost like I taste like a soy sauce mm. when, I, mm. when I said that last sip. But uh, yeah. Do you guys have any opinions on last sips? Um, I I would I mean I agree with you on the uh, beer sentiment. Uh, I definitely agree with that. I think you know as Dill's kind of alluding, this whole podcast is that the 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 closer to room temperature or like the colder a coffee is, the more you can taste its uh, overall profile. Because the hotter it is, the you know the more muddled it is. Because you know your your taste receptors aren't picking it up, or there's something about the temperature. Same thing with food. Like when you eat a hot plate of food, it's uh, it's gonna be harder to taste all the flavors. That's why we love cold pizza. Because cold pizza is like a flavor bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, with, with the coffee, I think I could agree with you too that it is a different sip from first to, first to last. Yeah, I agree. Um, that's, a, that's a good pizza analogy. <laughs> we got we to get that pizza podcast for real. Yes, um, sir. Yeah, but I, I guess, yeah, it is a little different. The flavors develop a bit more. I, I, I think it's more of a positive experience for me. You know, we're saying like the last of a beer doesn't taste really bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, with this... I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of get that last hit, and I feel like it's more complete. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, one takeaway I have is that uh, I think coffee tastes better with friends. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> warm fuzzy. Yeah, you know it can come correct with that warm fuzzies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I think because cause you're talking about it, you're like sharing. You know, you know when you're just drinking it yourself, you you can only taste. You can only experience one taste, but mm-hmm. when other people are sharing about it, you can experience, you know, how other people are tasting it. And, and then you start to kind of, oh, like, oh, I do taste that. So, like, you know, either whether it's a placebo effect or whether it's, uh, you know, you're being coerced by someone <laughs> to taste those uh, flavors. But uh, I think it's educational in, in, in any case. Mm-hmm. So it's a fun experience. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's cool to, I guess, um because we've talked about how when I brew, I use all these different things. I'm very exact and like scientific about it almost, mm-hmm. you know, and then Joe is a little bit more like by, by the eye kind of, kind of thing uh, eyeballs it. And like both create, both methods brewed good cups. I think, um, in my opinion, at least, um, although we just say they, they were slightly different, yeah. but, um, yeah, I mean, it's cool to see different, methods still able to create a pretty good cup yeah cool um do do you want to end with our normal ending segments um yeah for listeners of the podcast you'll know we like to end by asking each other what's making you happy this week um so yeah what's what's making y'all happy this week anyone can go I, I, I totally didn't even think about this until right now. Yeah, right. Um, geez, this is hard. Uh, I'm not usually like a person of the moment, but I think definitely just uh, you know this uh, experience of hosting the podcast with you guys and trying this new thing. Um, this weekend has been kind of a weekend of of community and a weekend of just hanging out with people. So it's it's been fun just kind of reconnecting with some old faces, old friends, and um, you know, just spending time with one another. So, you know, one of our good friends got married, um, and I was able to be the best man. So that was definitely um, a very uh, invaluable and uh, very, uh, you know, warm and fuzzy kind of situation, feeling, wedding. I mean, everything was wonderful. So just this weekend's been really nice. So. Yeah, I guess for me, because actually between recordings, it's actually been a long time since we've recorded. Like for me, it almost felt like we, we weren't even doing podcasts anymore. I think from when we recorded this one and then when we recorded with Daniel, mm-hmm. um, that just felt like a really long time ago. Um, so it was good to be back, uh, good to be recording. Um, but yeah, but something uh, that's making me happy, I guess, is last week I... Got to go to Mexico with some people from my church. Um, yeah, we just went. Uh, we might um, partner with that church down there and, and do stuff together. So it was cool, really great people and great food. Um, 
But one thing is the pastor down there made really good coffee. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah, still related to the podcast yeah. somewhat. Um, and he just used, like, a Mr. Coffee, like, drip thing. Um, and so I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, what you think of that? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I was very surprised. Um, I, I don't know anything about the bean or anything. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch him make it, but he just made the coffee. And it was very uh, super smooth um, and just went down easy. So, yeah, I liked it. I actually look forward to drinking that. Um, it could also be like that was the only good coffee I had access to, because the hotel had coffee, but mm-hmm. is more more uh, brown water than coffee, I would say. So, but yeah, so it was good. I uh, got a little bit of travel and got some good coffee in. Nice. Uh, cool, cool. This week, what's made me happy? Um, I can pinpoint some things. Uh, I think it's at the place I work. Um, it's nothing related to music, even though it's like what I do in my free time. But uh, I had to play music in front of the students at my school. And um, one of the students in first grade came up to me and said, uh, I forgot what she called me. She, I think she called me Mr. Cal. That's like what most kids call me. And she goes, Mr. Cal, I really like you. I think I love you. And then she <laughs> gave me a giant oh, hug. Wow. And I was like, well, I never had like such a fanship like this before. Mm. And so I said, like, cool. And I walked away because... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what you're supposed what are you supposed to do in that yeah. situation, but um, that was something very very uh, warming, mm-hmm. very very cool. That's funny. Did she yeah. give you a hug? Yeah, yeah. They just oh. come up and grab you. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I was I leading the first part. grade class to uh, recess because oh. I happened to be in the hallway and they told me to do it. Huh. Very cool. Very cool. Um. Well, any any other thoughts before we close out this episode of pour over? Oh, all yeah, right. I got an empty cup. Oh, ooh, ooh, I like that. Um, well, thanks for listening in. Um, again, these cu- past couple episodes are just our special kind of in-between seasons of Westworld. Kind of, yeah, special guests, special things. Um, so, yeah, hope you all have been enjoying it. Let us know. Uh, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or send us an email, show at gmail.com. And I just want to say thanks for for Max to join our podcast, mm. also allowing us to record here in the Max studio. We do, do everything here, basically. Um, but yeah, um, you can look forward to our next episode in maybe two weeks or so. This was the Pour Over Podcast. You can email us at pourovershow at gmail.com and tweet us at pourover underscore show. Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. Find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to his other tracks on soundcloud.com slash kidmajestic, one word. Thanks for joining us and take care.